Hello and welcome to the Never Loved Elvis podcast. It's a music commentary podcast which discusses music, gigs we've been to, anything in between. It's the perfect blend of knowledge, ignorance and humour. Thanks for listening. You took some of Melon Man, you took so I hit you took some of Melon Man, call the cops. This, ladies and gentlemen, is Never Loved Elvis. On Never Loved Elvis this week, we'll be chatting singles, uh, getting someone into our uh, new Hall of Fame, and uh, then we're playing a bit of a game. So joining me in this house of fun, we have... Pete. Hello. There's Ian. Hello. And I'm Kevin. How bloody lovely to see your ugly mugs, gents. Bless you. Bless you. We've <laughs> missed you, It's been a while, isn't it? It has been. Yeah. It's lovely to be here. Yes. Yes, on this pre-record. <laughs> yes, on this pre-record. Um, so, what's been? Uh, we've, we've had a, a few weeks off. What's been grabbing your eyes or ears in the music world uh, since we last caught up, Pete? Well, I saw popping up on the feeds the other day a new band called Suspect Two Hundred Eight. Did anyone else hear about these guys? No, go on. I haven't heard any of their music, but their claim to fame is three of them um, have famous dads in the band, and I okay. think they're all in their sort of twenties. I think. Uh, one of them's dad is Slash. Oh, right, okay. One of them's dad is Scott Wyland. Okay. Uh, Stone Temple Pilots. Scott Stone Temple Pilots. Okay. okay. Sadly passed now. You were about um, to say that then, weren't you? Kevin, One of them's uh, dad is uh, is called Rob Trujillo, from, who's the bassist for Metallica. Okay. 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 And the last one's dad isn't famous, so probably better be pretty talented. <laughs> he, 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 he's he's pretty sad about he's the one who writes the songs. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and he's the one with the good voice. <laughs> yeah. He's really trying quite hard. Um, so yeah, and they're like sort of a, a rock, a, a rock super group of sons, oh, which I thought was quite rock. interesting. Mm, okay. So yeah, so well, that'll be the so, first one on the playlist this week. Then what have you yeah. called them? Uh, well, uh, they're called uh, something two hundred eight. Uh, you said suspect, suspect two hundred eight. Okay, so check them out. Suspect. I mean, they've certainly got the PR. They've certainly got the uh, coaches behind them. So yeah, no excuses really. So you've heard, you haven't heard anything yet. I though. heard a little clip. I mean, okay. it sounded quite sort of hardcore Ro- rocky. And I know the son of the Rob Trujillo from Metallica. Mm. He was he was playing when he was like nine years old on stage with like like Corn or something. There's some random band he was playing with. Like actually yeah. filled in for the bass player when he was six. So yeah, clearly filled nice. in. Filled it in like, at nine. Dad, it can't make it. Yeah, yeah, let's yeah. draft in my lad. Let's see who else we can do. Yeah. <laughs> no, not this person with 30 years' experience. We'll stage my seven year old son. Yeah. 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 I could have sworn you were going to say that Dave's Grohl's daughter was in there. She, um, I watched um, a video of her on stage at. What was the gig that Dave Grohl did? It was the Nirvana reunion. Oh, well, obviously, yeah. par- partial reunion. Um, with Chris Novoselic and Dave Grohl was doing a bit on guitar and then I think his I think his daughter was on drums or something yeah, so like I think that. She's called Haley or something. Something like that. Oh, is that uh, but she was yeah, she was really good. And he was yeah. with there was Beck was there and um Annie Thingy from St. Vincent. But that was, you that was quite anyway. good. No. No. <laughs> uh Bez, how about you? What have you got uh, um, to bring to the table? Well I've been listening to Dove's new album this week. Okay. Have you heard it? I've no. heard a couple of the tracks actually. It sounds really good. Yeah, I quite like it. It's, yeah. called, it's called "The Universal Want" out mm. on Heavenly, and it's kind of like a bit like when you were talking about Fleet Foxes the other week. Mm. It's not a departure, but I really like what I'm hearing. So if you like the last broadcast, you will probably like See, this. Yeah, they, they were one of those bands around. <clears throat> I want to say mid noughties I yeah. guess from 2005 onwards that 
I, I just wasn't listening to music at the time, but if I was listening to something like XFM, editors would come on or dubs or elbow. Yeah. They're about the only ones that I'd go, oh, quite like this, yeah. this stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, did we go see them? No. Doves. Yeah. No, I no. probably okay. We saw them. Hand up for we that. saw them, okay. Yeah, yeah, right. yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we saw them last year or the year before. What, was yeah. the, what is the gap between? Was Lost Broadcast the last album? No. The album before this uh, one? What was no. it? It feels like they've been away yeah, for Yeah, they ages. have been away for, they have okay, been away right. for ages. Yeah. Okay, so it's one of those. Yeah. But I like the atmosphere of it, and I like I like the drums on it, actually, as mm-hmm. a drummer. It sounds, I'm not a drummer. Ian is. I was talking to Ian then. Dear listener. <laughs> I, the, the, the drums sound like maybe they've been, they would like recorded, I know they are recorded live, but it doesn't sound like there's been a lot done to them. It sounds like, you know, they could be sat in the room just playing the drums with you. I like it. Do you know what I'm doing? Yeah. yeah. So, I don't know. I think that's what it sounds like. I can't sort of put my finger on it, but the drums yeah, have, 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 stick out to me. I have one okay. of the tracks on Six Music, and I thought it sounded really good. Yeah. I mean, like you say, it could have just been from uh, the big album, um, yeah. as far as I was concerned, because that's a good thing. Yeah. 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 Um, I know. Not messing with the formula. Ian, mm. how about yourself? I was doing a little bit of a search on the old on the internet and came across, or was it maybe volunteered to me, it was Arctic Monkeys live at the Royal Albert Hall, yeah. which I didn't oh, know yeah. they'd done. Uh, and it's really good. Yeah, really, really good. I mean, you'd imagine it would be, I mean, the, with a potential set list of bangers, but I've not seen them live and listening to them live at this particular venue just seemed a bit special and they seemed to pull all the stops out. It was really, really good. Really I saw, good. Um, I'd recommend it. I've, I've seen all the record shops on Instagram. I've been yeah, yeah. pushing oh, the coloured vinyl or the clear yeah. vinyl, whatever it is. Okay. I saw a little quote from Alex Turner this evening before I came out, actually, just saying that playing our, our um, back catalogue feels like we're a covers band, but bloody good covers. I was going to say, <laughs> <laughs> really but good. Yeah. It must be like that for some bands going back to the back catalogue. We, we talked about this when we talked about the going solo episode. Mm. Some of the people just going, no, we're not going to play the, the stuff from before, we're going to play the new stuff. Yeah. Uh, it must be a bit like that, but that's what people are paying to come and see. So, um, yeah. I mean, so, so, on that, I assume they're playing. Stuff from all the way back, are they? But I'm just having a quick look at it now because I was listening to it. They play stuff from the first album, do they? Yeah, yeah. Okay. yeah we, we, so we've got obviously "Don't Let Down," um, "Bet You Look Good" on the dance floors on there. "Don't Sit Down" because "Move Your Chair" is one of my faves. Um, "View from the Afternoons" on there, finishing up with "Are You Mine." Okay, so it, you know it does go from some pieces come yeah. up to come up to date. Oh, nice, but it's really good. Good, I enjoyed that. Um, it was just dating this podcast specifically. It was uh, it was Black Friday. Last Friday, the Friday before, can't remember. Anyway, it was um, a couple of weeks ago. Um, a few things came up on there that I was just like, "Oh, that, that looks interesting." So, uh, Orbital, you'll see me sporting a brand new Orbital cap this evening. I managed to uh, grab that on their their sale on the website. It's on the floor. Mm-hmm. Okay. It's on the floor. Yeah, I've been wearing it wearing it this evening. Bandcamp every f- first Friday of the month are doing a fee free day to so all the proceeds go to the bands. So if you buy anything from there, that's been quite good. So I bought a Portico Corset mm. LP from there. And also, I've been getting a bit excited about gigs again. So um, 
I've brought up a few for next year. I've got uh, booked up for Jim Bob, yeah. uh, who we are after to see at the Wedgwood Rooms. Bez and I are going to go and see him down at Wedgwood Rooms. Mm-hmm. When's um, this? When's it slated November for? November 2021. Yeah. Which Only next year. Yeah, I'm say. 11 months away. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I've got um, Porridge Radio, who are playing at the Boiler Room, and that's January 2022. Okay. Um, uh, I've got Arlo Parks playing in Kingston. Got that one through the Banquet Records. So yeah, starting to get bits. Tankles October. Got that. Yeah, got that one in October up at the Roundhouse. Which yeah, that that's the one that I reckon. The, the, the ones prior to that might not quite happen. I reckon come September, October, November. It's got to be everything. Yeah, we it's got to be on. So that could be, be fucking epic. I mean, yeah. Snap Tankles live anyway. A great fun. The Roundhouse, phenomenal venue. Great venue. Um, yeah. Yeah, yeah. You know what? I might even just go ahead and book up a hotel for that night anyway. And yeah. uh, do that right now. No, returning from North London. Yeah. Yeah. Please don't deny this. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. 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 Maybe, uh, yeah. maybe even go push the, push the boat out and go uh, travel lodge as well. Yeah. Oh, travel lodge. Yeah. Nice. Oh, choice of pillows. Suits you. Yeah. <laughs> All um, right, that's quite exciting having gigs back, it isn't is. it? Yeah, I'm really. Oh, look, just the idea of booking stuff up, actually going through booking stuff and well, looking okay. again. That's I've, great. I've got yeah. a bit too excited on that front. Okay. In that, uh, I bought tickets for Bez and I to go and see Idols without checking the dates, and I'm actually up in North Wales that day. Oh, are you? Um, and then I'm well, I'm the, uh, <laughs> the Pete for it. Yeah. The, the I'll Arlo. stand at the back saying, well, I don't get it. Ross, what's up with me? Ross will do that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Or Chris. And then the Arlo Parks one, I might be up in Scotland for that one as well. So I've just got a bit too excited without got checking. Giddy. Got we, haven't got, giddy. we haven't got a paper diary at home for next year yet, so it's, it's not my fault. It's on. Uh, the very fact to <laughs> have a paper diary at all is amazing. I love that. Yes, well, I, quite, I, I don't. That's yeah. the problem. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think it's a strategic move from the wise to have a paper diary because they can get to it first, and I think that's yeah. the key, isn't it? Yeah. Oh, oh no! Fun. So we, we, yeah. we, uh, ours is merge our calendars. Merge I've tried Google that. I've tried that, but I think it's the equal rights uh, doesn't doesn't suit. So, yeah. Yeah, I still, I think, still think it will be largely empty uh, as a diary. For, for a little while, but hey, yeah. It's a bit of the exciting things it's starting to fill up. When so, is yeah, that? Idols or June, July. I know, uh, April, You're in April, Wales. When are you in Wales? April. April. <laughs> oh, it's only April. Yeah. All oh, right. Okay. So, we, so that still might be. That's in, that's in danger. That's probably not. Yeah. 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 Maybe it's yeah. May. Yeah. Maybe it's June. Yeah. I, I can't. It's remember. next year. Uh, it's next Earlier year. than we like. It's the first we're... first half of the year. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, yeah, excited about booking up music again. Good work. Good. There's a few more lined up that I want to pick you. Various ah. various springs about over the next uh, it, next couple of weeks. Does it involve attendance? Yes. Done. Let's, so let's uh, have that chat. Yeah. All right. Good. So previously we uh, created the the uh, fancy band <laughs> clusterfuck. <laughs> From starting uh, this episode, we're actually going to induct people to the Hall of Fame. This is where each of the team nominates someone starting with uh, well this week the letter A. We'll work through the alphabet. Uh, we're going to be slightly limited on a few of those, I reckon, but <laughs> yeah. we're going to start with a letter A. Pete, who are you going to recommend uh, for the Hall of Fame? I'm interested. Here we go. I'm interested. Well, it can only be Akadaka, ACDC. ACDC, <laughs> of I mean, No lead up, no build up. It, like, it's the obvious A, isn't it? Legendary band. Yeah. Done everything a rock band should ever do um, in terms of lasting the distance. 
they've even even done the unthinkable managed to like change lead singers and get bigger as a result of it um legends so they are my uh, nomination for the hall of fame have you, seen, have you ever seen ACDC? No, and I've never seen them. Love to see them. The last tour, though, probably could have seen them, but it was the Axl Rose tour, which sounds ridiculous because I love to see Guns N' Roses. But the whole Axl Rose thing, the ACDC thing... What was he singing sure. with them? Or? So the Brian Johnson, the lead singer, had hearing problems and stuff, so he cancelled the tour. Apparently, like a proper rock and roll story, apparently Axl Rose called them up and said, if I can help you out in any way, I will. And they said, all right, come and do, do the sing? tour with us. And he sang for the whole tour, like without much fanfare, did the whole tour, but fronted by Axl Rose. Uh-huh. Um, you know, I saw an interview recently, would you do it again? He's like, they don't need me anymore. Job done. Brian's back. Moving on. <laughs> <laughs> and I was See, thinking, would that be good? But all the reviews were, said it, yeah, it was different, but it was absolutely brilliant. But there's some similarities yeah. in their voice. Yeah. There's a bit of screechiness yeah. in there. Yeah. Was, yeah. Yeah. Apparently, yeah. they're pretty hard songs to carry off. There's, yeah, he's got a real range, uh, Brian Johnson. So, yeah, apparently it was absolutely brilliant. So I'd love to I see. I don't even know about that. But I mean, I didn't again, hear about that. to do that, I mean, is that, well, is that you, really, I, I've seen him. I've seen ACDC. Have you? Yeah, I've seen How him. How long ago? Uh, late, late night. Uh, oh, no, not late 90s. Was it some Barrow? No, no, it wasn't. It was <laughs> um, maybe sort of late 2000, 2008 or something like that. Okay. Yeah. I'm not even into him. But you I'm know, just, just anyway. grinding. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, big train comes smashing through the stage. No. See, I was never into yeah. him, and even and when I was young, Angus I was like, walking down the middle there in his little shorts, all right, tap me on the shoulder. He did. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but when we were young, that didn't look cool either. They were kind of oh, like, yeah, creepy, and then they come out the other side, and they're just legends, aren't they? But it's an odd look. You might get a chance to see them actually because they've got some new stuff out, haven't they? They've got a new album out, and they're bound to be announcing a tour. Yeah, you're right. You're right. So we might get a chance. I think it's a bit... I didn't... One of them die. Didn't the, and also, didn't the drummer end up in prison for attempted murder or something? So it's a bit mixed now. Yeah, that's what so, we're going yeah. on. Well, they <laughs> could get... Not, they're not necessarily in their prime. Steve Adler <laughs> or whatever. I would go. So you, <laughs> Duff. I, I think the point is, Pete, do it whilst you still can uh, yeah. with, with, with some of these bands. Yeah, because it could be a regret if you don't. Yeah. No, I'd yeah. love to go. Yeah. Okay, so we've got ACDC. Uh, Bez, who have you got? I've gone for AFX Twin. And I know you wanted to, Kev, I'm sorry. <laughs> Overruled. <laughs> Objection sustained. <laughs> sustained. All right. Genre bending, genre defying, genre inventing. The, the journalists had to create a genre for him to describe him because he was indescribable, you know? I do, uh, I do love what, his stuff. Yeah. How well, did what, you describe him? I was going to say, how did they describe him? Uh, well, it was IDM was what they... Intelligent dance music, which was a a, 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 a a term he distanced himself from because it was kind of like the the it was I don't know who came up with it, but he came up with it. It kind of stuck on him because it was kind of like it's dance music, but it's like intelligent. And he was like, "Well, I find that insulting because all the people that I used to that have inspired me are the people you're insulting by saying that." Yeah. So he, you've got like people like Tom York, Radiohead, are like completely, you know. So he sort of bursts out of. The electronic scene, inspiring, you know, um, oh, completely. rock I'm, stars, I'm, indie stars. I, I love the fact he just doesn't give a shit either. He don't like, give a shit. And he was asked to, he was asked to um, support Radiohead, did you I know? I saw that, that yeah. yeah. 
He and said, he said no, 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 I don't like them. Tom, Tom York had said, uh, yeah, my, big, my biggest inspiration has been Apex Twin, and someone mentioned it to uh, <laughs> Richard Jones yeah. in an interview and said, oh, would you be interested in touring with him? He said, no, I don't like them. <laughs> um, I, I love the fact Brilliant. that he doesn't give a shit so much, so some of his stuff is unlistenable. Um, well, it can be unlistenable, right? So, like, I don't like everything he's ever done. No, nobody possibly can. He, he's, deli- he's deliberately yeah. winding people up with some of the stuff he puts out there. But like some of his music could be like it can be grating and beautiful at the same time, which is weird. Do you know what I mean? He can sort of he can manage to do that. Like you, Biz. Like me. Yeah. What? Um, <laughs> First half. His videos, the Chris Chris oh, Cunningham phenomenal. videos. Yeah. Did you read, have you had like some of like all these the mad stuff he says in interviews as well? Like just makes stuff up <laughs> that he escaped from a postal and things like that and. He's on the run and he's creating music. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He said he lives in the middle of this roundabout in you know, London. You know what? <laughs> I, Which it, was where the, the London Underground um, elect. It's like he said, I live in this. He said he lived in this place in, in, in the middle of this roundabout in London and set up a studio there. But it turns out it was just that was just what powered the London Underground, his building. It was like he could not live in there. <laughs> he, he does, in some ways, remind me of a kind of uh, musical version of Banksy. Just his. Yeah. Um, He's out there properly just winding people up, doing his own stuff, doesn't really care too much, but doing some of it so, so well. I mean, some of the best music I've listened to over the past 25 years has been his stuff. And even his most recent album. Was it Cyro? Cyro, yeah. He's he's had one since then, has he? Oh, Cyro. Anyway, but yeah, Yeah. some of the bits on there, yeah. Well, in fact, that one uh, came out in 2013, I want to say, and some of the the track listing on there was... um, Six numbers and four letters, yeah, and a few yeah. brackets, and yeah, you're right. yeah, so yeah, stupid yeah. stuff like that, just to not conform or wind people up or try and be clever. I think it's just trying to be funny. Oh, like um, Selected Ambient Works, too. All the tracks were just like shapes like a yeah. pie, yeah, <laughs> like from a look like it could be Trivial Pursuits, like. That one's coloured in. So that, <laughs> which one do you like? I like the one that's top right coloured in. Just <laughs> <laughs> take the quest. There's one that was blue. Oh, the blue one. I like the blue one. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm with you on that. Okay. Yeah. So we've had ACDC, uh, Efex Twin, Ian. Uh, less obscure. I'm going to go for Arcade Fire. Okay. I like Arcade Fire a lot. Um, inventive. <laughs> <laughs> that is indeed obvious. Uh, inventive. Uh, you mentioned genre defined. I quite, I think that you could apply that to Arcade Fire. I think is they're very hard to put in a box, uh, aside from indie. But they always, they're always evolving. They have evolved right from Funeral, their first album, right up to everything. What is it? What's the name? Of it? Everything now, their last album. But it's always evolved. Um, started off guitar-y, moved out to uh, through on the way to synths and going through every through horn sections on the way. But, James um, Murphy, they were doing stuff with, weren't yeah. they? Did they produce it? Yeah, yeah. And, um, yeah, it's like six or seven of them in the band, isn't there? And you can hear all of those sounds. See, I, I, I remember seeing them at, headlining at Glassmove one year. Yeah. Um, I can't remember what year it was. Um, but I was chatting to one of the girls in the office about them who was probably 10, 12 years younger than me. Mm. And she was like, I oh, know, they're my favourite band of all time. She was obsessed by them. And I was like, all oh, right. I kind of heard a couple of the tracks that were quite good, so I thought I'd go and check them out. She was like... What did yeah, you think? What, what did you make of them? Because they're on my. I, I haven't seen them live. I would yeah, really, really love to see them live. One of these ones. I don't know too many other things, but went and saw them and really enjoyed it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Great, great live band. They seem to have been. 
you know, they seem to be popular, perennially popular since the first album. Yeah. Certainly second album, Neon Bible. But the big breakthrough on there, some really good tracks, Intervention and No Cars Go, big singles. Yeah. But yeah, really continue, like I said, always always seem to be always coming up with new ideas and I like the um I, I like the the fact that the last album just seemed to go a little bit funky. Um, it wasn't particularly my cup of tea. I preferred the more guitar-orientated stuff from Neon Bible and Make the Suburbs, but um, sort of somewhere in the middle. But um, yeah, it was a bit too funky. But some of it was like almost EDM on the last album. It yeah. was great. Yeah, really good. I would uh, I would say they're worthy admission to the Hall of Fame. Do you guys know much of their stuff? Not really. Seen them like here and there and liked what I've heard, but I never mm. followed them. But yeah. On the playlist now. Well, I, I used oh. to listen to uh, Neon Bible and what was the third one? Suburbs. Is it called Suburbs? Just, Suburbs, Suburbs a lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Suburbs is one where they kind of. Yeah, that was that was when I saw. That them. was they got Grammy. Got Grammy. It was it won a Grammy. Yeah, um, and um, also they've been they do um, really good videos, don't they? So they did a really good video um, with Andrew Garfield, guy who played Spider Man, for one of the songs of Reflector called We Exist. He plays this transgender guy who's sort of going through oh, a sex change, yeah. I think. So Reflector's when it was going more video. sort of electronic, yeah. wasn't it? Okay, yeah. I've had yeah. a couple of those. Yeah, yeah. Really, yeah. Distinct move there, and then yeah. everything now went a bit funky, but still still quite electronic. Yeah. But yeah, like I said, I like how they seem to be continually experimenting a little bit like Blur. Uh, okay. What did you go for? What's your A? For me, my A was originally <laughs> going to be a face Twin, but there's... Did Bagsy, and uh, that overrules everything. So, Arctic Monkeys are on the list, but I will actually. This person blew me away. Never heard of her when I first saw her. She was 18 years old. We were at a festival in Leicester. She walked on stage, mouthy as fuck. I mean, properly. All right, this one's about my boyfriend who's a real fucking cunt. Lily Allen? No. And then she started singing, and the whole audience who weren't really there to see her suddenly turned around, started paying attention, and uh, she was in high heels, a beehive. It was, it was Amy Winehouse, who... <laughs> um, phenomenal talent. Um, the, the music's fantastic from start to finish. I watched the documentary again the other day. Yeah. I forgot how good that was. And what was it, three albums, two albums? Two or three. Mm, um, both three, of them, yeah. just listening two. through the lyrics. She wrote, she wrote all the songs on there. She obviously... Had production from, from various different people, that the um, media attention that she got was atrocious. The support she got from family was atrocious. And what's been left has been a, a catalogue of work that is heart-wrenching, heartbreaking, funny. It's humorous. It's well-written. It is perfection as far as pop music goes, as far as I'm concerned. Anything in the past 20 years, I think you held up against that. You struck to find anything better. I think, your case. Yeah, yeah. I was going to say that was pretty persuasive. Yeah. I think the film as well, the way they used the lyrics on the screen. Yeah, and I think that was the film was really effective. It's sort of holding a mirror up, not just to the media but to everyone, like me or whatever, you know, because you think, oh, there's everyone else, what a mess, blah 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 blah. But actually, it's like, well, hang on a minute, this girl was hurting and she was yeah. a mess. Yeah. I mean, Bez, you should have yeah. stopped camping outside the house. <laughs> no, but even like, even if you were just someone sort of like going, oh God, you know. Yeah. Talking about, uh, you know, or whatever. It just, just, you know. I think it's so right. And we saw her at um, Glastonbury and I think it must have been you know, one of the last, well, the last year she played there. And she was amazing. And everything you just said stacked up. It was absolutely amazing. But she 
it was messy. And there was lots of people saying, oh, she's a mess. She shouldn't be a mess. And, you know, she's got it all to play for and all the rest of it. And you watch the documentary and realise she's just, just a real girl. person. Yeah. Real torn apart. Yeah. Being torn apart. And you yeah. think that, and actually, that's tragic. And there must be people stood around that stage seeing that happen. Some pushing her out there trying to make money out of it. And some mm. just going, oh, she's falling apart. And this is tragic to see someone so talented, you know, be like that. But she still was talented and it was amazing. You know, really amazing, like you know, gig that just drew what you a in. Voice. Oh, yeah. incredible. Yes. Uh, what's an attitude songs, as well. Just, attitude, it's all there. Um, it's all there. Everything you want from Hoxha. Yeah. Yeah. All right. All right. So um, let's start Man. with... Uh, we can't vote. We can't vote for our own one. And can't abstain. No abstaining Peter. Can't vote for Richard Maitley. <laughs> <laughs> so, Genghis Khan. Put my angle. So, um, again, because we are... Really hard. Audio formats... Let's, uh, there's, there's no hands up for these ones anymore. It's uh, please say aye. So votes for ACDC. Thanks, boys. <laughs> <laughs> uh, votes wow. for Aphex Twin. Aye. Uh, votes for Arcade Fire. Fellas. <laughs> and then votes for Amy Winehouse. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Cool, yeah. cool. That is. Um, Chuffed to bits with that. Yeah. Amy Winehouse gets voted in as the inaugural member of the uh, Alphabet Hall of Fame. So the days of getting uh, your pocket money or pay envelope and heading down to uh, our price or Woolworths or in my case Longplayer to get the latest release are long gone. Singles used to be so important. What's happened? <laughs> yeah. streaming, oh, any questions? Streaming that music. Oh, was that yeah. a question? Yeah, I, mean, um, I thought it was rhetorical. It sounded rhetorical. It did. Yeah. Kind of is rhetorical. But also, what has happened is it streaming has just killed it. Um, you can't put it purely at the door of that. But, it, I mean, but why, why did we have help. singles in the first place? Well, sing, was, singles were, I assume, are there to sell LPs. I think, yeah. But, even, but LPs, albums didn't really come in as a concept until. Like 50s, 60s, did they, or something like that? It was it was all singles and yeah, EPs and extended players. It was a way of putting out in a sort of affordable format as well, wasn't it? It was, yeah. Originally, so. But well, I mean, the, the, the internet has definitely had, it, had, it, had the impact on it, yeah. Yeah. Streaming, yeah. YouTube. Because why would you buy something if you can just watch it on YouTube? Yeah. Or listen to it on Spotify. I also, I also wanted oh. to put, put forward the theory that the death of the jukebox was also because of that. Um, jukeboxes where you used to have singles on yeah yeah, was I guess where singles got listened to in 50s 60s 70s 80s uh, by the time we were in pubs in the 90s and noughties it was always albums on CD yeah, where you could pick a track for an album yeah for an yeah. album yeah um, Pete you and I ended up at a dodgy Spanish bar behind Ox's we did because with did. Ross um, and uh, but that's for another podcast <laughs> oh that's different types of singles night <laughs> but, they, but they had a full on he's got his singles confused doesn't yeah, he they did they did yeah. have yeah, yeah, yeah. they had a uh, a proper uh, singles jukebox on the go like seven inch records and stuff and it was Jittering when someone leant up against it and all that kind of thing. It's brilliant. It's the first one I've seen, I reckon, in 20, 25 years. Um, Good to see. But I was wondering whether that was the death of a single as well. The 90s was all about the album, wasn't it? Yeah. We we really buy singles. Am I wrong? I I bought loads of singles in the 90s. Probably more singles than albums because they were were a lot cheaper. 
You could, mm. like for the cost of two quid, three quid, maybe 99p in some cases, you yeah, go, down to, go down to the record shop and yeah. and buy three or four bits and pieces, whereas albums at the time, sometimes you'd be talking 17, 18 quid for a CD. Yeah, that's true. Um, that's true. Al- I, I can't even remember how much vinyl was at the time. CDs? Yeah, yeah they were. Yeah. No, I definitely yeah. remember them being like 18 quid. Like, they came down as a yeah. late 90s, yeah. mid, mid to late 90s happened, but I'm pretty sure early 90s you were talking 13 to 18 quid for a CD. Do you remember they used to do that thing where you'd, you'd have, when would the album come out? You'd, get so, you'd have sort of four singles off an album, right? And yeah. the album would be released somewhere around about the second single. Yeah. So you'd get yeah. the first single yeah, the release, release. Yeah. second single would come out, then the album would come yeah. out, and then you might, if you, you were guess a real fan, you'd, you'd maybe yeah. buy the third or fourth single yeah. or something yeah. like that. That was a real thing, wasn't it? Oh, that, was all, that was still going that was the, way into the 90s. Yeah. Thing. Yeah. yeah, true. Oh, yeah, yeah. Through, through the late 90s, I would have said. Yeah. When album buying was still a thing. That was certainly, um, you know, buying those CD singles, I definitely remember doing that, you know, transitioning from vinyl <laughs> through to cassette singles through cassette, to CD singles. I've still got some, because I don't chuck away music, I've got cassette singles up in the loft, I've got CD yeah. singles up in yeah. the loft, but ne- we've never listened to them. There's something still nice about getting my seven inches out and having a play on a Friday night, though. Wow. <laughs> I'm surprised there it took us that long. There, there, is, there, is, there, is. there we are. Yeah. Well, we never had a record player, not properly in our house. Did you not? No. So my first single was a cassette single. What was it? I think mine might have been. World in Motion. Well, it's it? not a bad one. Yeah. But I, was, but I was about 15 then. Yeah, okay. That was my first, that was the first single I bought. I had albums yeah. on cassette, mm-hmm. but the first single I got was that. Was a and the first uh, that was cassette single, and the first CD single I got was um, Praga Girl, <laughs> injected with the poison. Do you remember that? Yeah, it was who injected with the poison? I remember that? Yeah. Who did it? Yeah. Praga Khan. I've still no clear. Well, it's on the playlist. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> How about you? What was, the, what was the first single you bought? First single I got was "It's a Sin" by the Pet Shop Boys. Oh, oh beauty! Well done. Yeah. Oh, vinyl that's a good song on vinyl. Yeah, I think that. So I had actually. Was that actually? It was a release. Yeah. I had yeah, actually. That was on actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I think that's the beauty of a single when you're young as well. Because, I mean, it's, it's expensive buying an album. And actually, you obsessed over one song. I still yeah. do now sometimes, but I absolutely love that song. Yeah. Brilliant. Brilliant. Yeah, yeah I used yeah. to love that song. What was your yeah, first one? Was, I remember exactly where I was. Uh, it was in John Menzies in Huntley, where I'm originally from. But, but, but how would you actually say it, Kev? John Mingus. That's how the Scottish say it. They say it different. Did you know? No, I didn't. Um, and uh, I had a record voucher. I think I must have got for my eleventh birthday, and uh, went up and I was, I must be same with the grandparents, and bought two at the same time. One was uh, "Bat Dance" by Prince, which we mentioned on the movie we soundtrack. One. Oh, I'll just and, put that on the playlist again. And the other one was. Uh, <laughs> Jive Bunny and the Master Mixes in, in the Ooh, swing. Or swing the mood. Swing the mood. I yeah. had that. It's 12 inch. Um, yeah. Oh, so I that think. was, and I, I, I had to look it up today to figure out what year it was. It was, they both came out in June 89. So I must have gone up for my half term. Mm. Yeah. Um, to go and see my grandparents. Oh, that's interesting. That means in 1989, I was much cooler than you. I would never <laughs> have, I hated the Jive Bunny. I didn't like Jack Bunny. <laughs> oh, come on, everybody. Come on, everybody. Oh. It, it was a classic. It's one. I loved that. I remember design. feeling really conned, though, because I had enough money to buy the 12-inch. So I got that. And it's exactly the same as the 7-inch, except the last song just plays forever, because the whole point is it was that oh, master mix. I, never I was expecting that. more master mix in yeah. afterwards. 
no, no master bit. Master, master stretching out. Yeah. <laughs> um, so my, my, first, my first single was Huey Lewis in the News, Power of Love. Nice. Oh, 1985. Back to the um, Future. Is almost fun. certainly after watching yeah. Back to the Future. Yeah. But it was it was great. Really, really. I remember buying that from R Price in Reading. Um, yeah, but yeah, almost certainly inspired by the movie. Do you remember lots of the B sides of them? I remember the B side of that was another Huey Lewis track. But do you believe in love? And I was, I've always, I thought that was a really good track as well. I really enjoyed that. You know, when you get a, a B side that's oh, a pleasant surprise. Oh yeah, they used to. I, I, I think with yeah. records more so cassettes. Sometimes that that was what let down cassettes was or cassette singles in particular, the B-sides, you'd have to listen to it or just turn it over, fast forward all the way through, then flip it over again mm. just to go back to the song that you liked, whereas at least with a 7-inch <laughs> or a <laughs> CD, CD you can obviously bleep through. Yeah. Um, with a record, you could just put the needle back on again. But the, the cassette singles never really took off. I remember the first one I got was uh, Rubbish by Carter. Yeah. Um, I've still got that somewhere up in the loft as well. Mm. Um, so cassette singles just I, yeah. they, were they quite, weren't really a thing. I think they were big. They were quite. I did a holiday to the states, you know, around about sort of like maybe family holiday, maybe early nineties or something like that. I remember going into a Sam Goody's record store out there. I remember thinking those were really exciting when they, they came they to they the UK. Th- oh mate, I couldn't believe it. They, it was, they was wall-to-wall cassette singles. I did a clean sweep, and they were like you know like dollar fifty or something like that. I did this clean sweep of loads of them just got properly excited and shoved them in my walkman like you said they were quite limited but you know yeah. they, they seem to be more popular over there quite yeah. annoying in the walkman as well unless you've got auto reverse yeah I do game changer yeah auto reverse oh, brilliant, brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, uh, well, sorry. Saying that, how about these uh, <laughs> I loved auto reverse oh when you could just do auto reverse it just does it once yeah. so it's just nice it just stops you can play the whole album. To loop I'll or not to loop. It. Yeah, I'll just, I'll just play the whole album, thank you. We'll just stop it there. Well, certainly when I was at uni, I couldn't sleep without music on, whether it be the radio or having that on, just loop over yeah. and over mm. and over again. Wake up, sort of strangled yeah. on your own walkman. Yeah, yeah, that kind of thing. <laughs> yeah. um, <laughs> um, so, yeah, that's on B-sides. Mm. Anyone want to recommend a couple of B-sides without sounding a klaxon? <sighs> B-sides are tough. It, you, it was always good when you got a bonus the track that wasn't on the album or even actually you know you used a, a live version of something that was on the album was always yeah. that was always a classic b-side fill, you know almost like a filler wasn't it but then you'd occasionally come across a really decent live version yeah, yeah. but it, the, the the bonus was always the he said dodging a klaxon you know original stuff that was good yeah uh, one i liked before was and the inspiration for this name of the podcast the wonder stuff some of the the B-sides they had on there were, were phenomenal. There was one, which is one of my all-time favourite Wonder Stuff songs, which is um, oh, Room 512, I want to say. I'm looking at Bears. That's off, off Huff, isn't it? Uh, I don't, I, it might be on the extended version. It certainly wasn't in the original versions. Yeah, that's a great tune. Um, but, uh, it, it, yeah, phenomenal tune. appeared as a B-side. And uh, I can't, for the life of me, remember which one it was on. They on stuck the it on an extended version of Huff later released, that, didn't they? That would be what it was. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and he still plays it live these days. So if you go and see either the Miles uh, Miles Hunt shows or the the Wonder Stuff shows, he plays that one live. The same um, Miles Hunt that endorses our podcast. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Just, Good just, friend, dear friend, dear friend, <laughs> yeah. friend of the show. Yeah. Miles, uh, How are you doing, Miles? Yeah. Yeah. If you're listening, thank you. <laughs> but yeah, that was possibly one of our favourite B sides. Uh, another band that are actually good for B sides, Levelers. I saw okay. you've got one in your collection. Yeah. I, I mean, and it wasn't always there. 
I mean, they do a big hit single, but they, they're so varied in what they do, the levelers, and they put acoustic tracks or acoustic versions of the tracks on, yeah. on their B-sides and quite often load it up as well. You know, CD single, like two or three B-sides, and um, some of those really, really good songs that they play live as well. So you didn't feel, it's not stuff you're being palmed off with. Mm. You're getting a good good few tracks for your single there. So, yeah. It kind of went into a sort of a remix territory, though, didn't it? Yeah. With the B-sides, like, you'd get, like, oh, ten versions of the same song, slightly different. Oh, that was nasty when that Yeah. Was. yeah. Bands haven't really got any more songs, but it's a way of filling it and not giving yeah. away the next song. Yeah, yeah. I always felt that's where you ended up on the CD single, would be yeah. remixes and, yeah. and, and some of them would be yeah. very good, others less so. There's some of the, I guess, late 90s... I've got lots of 12-inch stuff, whether it be um, Prodigy or Chemical Brothers or all that kind of stuff. And yeah. some of those have great mixes. Yeah, you get, you, yeah. you get some um, good stuff. Good I always remember uh, Papua New Guinea, you know. Oh, yeah, I've got, yeah, I've got that one. Yeah, that's, yeah. that's and, um, 10 favourites. Uh, Andrew Weatherall did a remix, yeah. which is nothing like um, the... It's, like a different, it's a different tune. Is it? Yeah, <laughs> but it was cool. Yeah, yeah. That that so I would so there was about eight versions on the CD. Yeah, I'd listen to the original, the, maybe the twelve inch version, or the Andrew Weatherall and different listen oh, to it. And well, chat Andrew Weatherall got a name check. Is he on the? Has he been on the playlist yet? I don't, I don't know, know if he has. It's nice that he. Yeah, nice that he has. Yeah, yeah, nice little one. Uh, anyone ha- want to have a guess at what the best selling singles are of all time? Any of them? Uh, any of the top five? One of these came up in a quiz this week. Did they? It's okay. true. The quiz. It I, was, I was on a Christmas quiz, and yeah. they said it was Bing Crosby was number one of it all was, time. Yeah, Is White that, Christmas. Yeah, uh, was okay. number one. Is there any vaguely contemporary stuff in there? Stuff that Not the top. Know. I mean, there wouldn't be, would there? Though? Top no, five. There are there are two. Uh, there's one from the '90s, one from the '80s. Oh, surely Brian Adams. Everything I do. That was like from when we were age sort of twelve mm. to. 25 Any Michael Jackson, Jackson in there? No, Michael Jackson in the top five. So we had uh, White Christmas was number one, Silent Night was number three, Rock Around, Rock Around the Clock, Bill Haley, uh, number four. Wow. Number two in late 90s, Elton John, Candle in the Wind, second biggest uh, selling single of all wow. time. Okay. And uh, We Are the World, the Live Aid thingy, no. Band Aid, Live Aid. Right. Uh, yeah. Okay. So big sellers. Yeah. Yeah. Not necessarily good. Thing. I'm yeah. not going to put any of those in the playlist. All right. They're never going to. They're never going to be. Yeah, 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 motion carried. Yeah, motion carried. Seconded. They're never going to. That's never going to be beaten, though, is it? That's it now. Yeah. yeah. Oh, without a doubt. No. I mean, this, now saying that Ed Sheeran was uh, in the top ten for Shape of You, so they're obviously taking those types of things into account now, whether it's yeah. streams. Oh, okay. So you can end up with. I mean, that's the weird thing now. They, they don't really singles. But a track now counts as a single, yeah. Depending on how many things yeah. you've gone through it, but you don't get the, the sheer excitement of going and buying. A, we don't uh, get the sheer excitement um, of albums. I mean, if it's it seems to be more orchestrated towards playlists, although you know, I might I, that yeah. might just be subjective. In which case, everything's a single. It's just yeah, yeah. It's just it a series count. of singles. Yeah. yeah. So, it? is an album still when you stream an album? I can see why vinyl's taken back off again. Quite easily because the occasion of an album, yeah. something really the idea nice of like about you know leafing the, through a, or, or deciding what to put at the end of side A and yep. what to start side B with, mm. you know, those sort of things. I reckon to the band though, to a proper band, the album's probably still really important to them because they're creating a body of work and it represents that time yeah. and what they're doing. <clears throat> Whereas to the listener, it might not be as important now. 
like you say, it's a bunch of tracks, isn't it? Yeah, you, you I, listen to an album. Yeah. You know how it sorts by popularity. You can sort by popularity. Yeah. You can see the most popular tracks. Do people just pluck out, pluck out those ones? Do those the ones that make it into a playlist? The um, I mean, we, t- we talked about the fact that singles are, were used to promote albums. <laughs> um, quite often, the good thing about the single as well was buying singles that weren't... You didn't love all the tracks of that band or want to buy the whole album, yeah. but one or two singles you were just like yeah love that one yeah um, buy that i was leafing through the seven inches today and there were two maybe three that stood out to me the one was uh david devant and a spirit wife with ginger which it's for not a really good live band still in the tom Jaws forum uh years and years ago great live show good song uh the other one that made me smile when i, I just saw that the cover of it was uh gorky's zygotic monkey Again, just uh, Diamond Jew. One for the playlist there, Pete. Uh, good luck yeah. spelling that one. Um, <laughs> little things like that. So you buy a single for two quid. You didn't have to buy the whole album. Um, yeah. It was an alternative, I guess, at the time to taping it off the radio and missing the first 10 seconds or the last yeah. 10 seconds. Maybe that was why singles were so good was because you couldn't access them anywhere else. Yeah. I think singles and things like Top of the Pops for me were very closely connected, you know, and the, and the video, you know, the fact that a, a video would go with a single and videos were really quite a new thing when I was in getting into music. And so stuff like watching Thriller was an occasion and, yeah. you know, mm. remembering Unfinished Sympathy yeah. for, the, for the video and yeah. as a single. I think the two are really closely connected. I think you're right. Didn't they, like... Been- Everyone stale to watch Thriller, wasn't it? Like broadcast, it had its own. That's right. It wasn't just on top of the pops; it was broadcast like a program. I was given it? permission to watch it. My mum went, "Yeah, yeah, yeah. go on then." Yeah, you know, it's such hype about it. Yeah. Oh, you know what? Maybe that's yeah. that's a whole episode. I reckon music videos. Mind yeah. 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 All right. I think I reckon we're pretty much out of time on singles, unless uh, anyone's got anything to add. No. No, everyone's looking at their no. notes. No, going, yeah, tick, well, tick, I tick, tick, tick. yeah, no. Um, I can't remember the last single that I bought. I remember the first one I bought. I can't remember the last one I bought. No, I can't. Oh, what's do you know what the biggest? What's the biggest selling twelve inch of all time? Uh, it's not Blue, Monday, Monday, is it? Blue Monday. I think it's Blue Monday. I think it is Blue Monday. It's, it's often cited as Blue Monday. But then it? it's never going. That's never it was also a loss leader as well for them because it yeah, cost they, so much to for the packaging. Yeah. They um, lost money on every one they sold. Biggest selling twelve inch of all time, which is. Which is Tony Wilson's yes, Patrick, through and through. Just, it, yeah. um, a real passion for it. Awesome record, <laughs> awesome packaging. We're going to lose money in it, though. <laughs> Don't care, it looks great. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, on that very, very good note, uh, we'll wrap up singles. Okay, it's time for email. So, um, got a really interesting one here I picked up a couple of weeks ago. So, this is from... Richard, who said, uh, just started listening to the pod, enjoying it very much, obviously. Uh, it sounds like we either went to the same gigs in the 90s or at least all the same tours. Uh, bought a t- turntable during lockdown and now revisiting the 90s through my old vinyl collection, which have been in the loft for 20 years. He's on Instagram at Ricardo underscore vinyl if you're interested in looking at a middle-aged man's old records. Um, I have because <laughs> have I am. am. Yeah, me um, too. And there's a lot of crossover. There's a lot of crossover. <laughs> um, he said um, he did fall out of love with the whole indie scene in the early noughties as he felt the bands coming through were quite bland and generic. I blame. I'm going to put the klaxon in there. 
so it moves on to more hard rock. That was Oasis. That was Oasis. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, yeah, we'll come to that. Uh, moved on to more hard rock and metal. You'll now find me at Download Festival rather than Glastow. That said, I'm always looking for new stuff and recommendations or past gems I may have missed. Um, finally, you mentioned Elvana on uh, the past pod. Do any of us will remember Dread Zeppelin? They're a Led Zeppelin cover band playing in a reggae style and fronted by an Elvis impersonator. Good Love luck, it. Richard. <laughs> Love it. Do, do you remember Dread, Dread Zeppelin? No, nope. I've not heard of Dread I've Zeppelin. I've never heard of them. But but tell, me, tell me you've looked them up. That's good. I feel like... I have looked them up. Yes, yeah. I have looked them up. <laughs> and they are brilliant. But I feel like... Um, I mean, the name is just, you know... Fantastic. Amazing, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, it's yeah. amazing. Yeah. I feel like I've come across them before, but I can't remember when. What came first? I mean, it was the name. It was the name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, good. I mean, what you were saying there about falling out of love with music because of Oasis, I kind of agree with that. I, I was the same late nineties because of Oasis. I probably fell out of love with indie music for yeah. for ten years. Um, they killed it off for me. Uh, I didn't go down the download way that he went down the festival will be I've been there yeah. um, I went more bleepy but um, it's true I think like, yeah. a lot of us can relate to that sort yeah. of lost interest towards the end of the 90s and thought you never would but it just kind of lost its steam didn't it well in you, the, you, the you said it was the, the band who I get the other one that won't be mentioned that played at discos yeah uh, that uh, killed it for you <laughs> Same. I only know. We, I only know one that we don't talk about. Yeah, that, there's only one band that we should not. No, we we don't want them on the playlist. <laughs> <laughs> well, don't talk about all them right. then. Uh, covered a song by King Harvest. Now yeah, that's all we can say here. All we can okay. say here. All right, but you two are looking blankly. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. I went bleepy as well. Well, I was kind of bleepy. And then I was drum and bass and jazz yeah, and jazz, all that kind of stuff. Jazz. I, I, I also went the bleepy route after the indie stuff because I come from the rocky stuff. So unlike Richard, who's gone into rock, I, that's where I came from. So I needed to explore something else. But I went bleepy. But he's getting a big thumbs up from uh, from Pete on that. Yeah. For, for, yeah, for going towards download, having been in the. Uh, oh, that's a good move. I think that's it. I just, regret, I just progressed now. into old music. Yeah, I that, loved it. That'd be nostalgia for that me. I got more into GNR like after the nineties than I was into GNR before <laughs> the nineties. Um, yeah, but yeah. we can right. we can we can catch up on all these on our Spotify playlist. <laughs> you can, you can, um, you can. Uh, Richard, thank you very much for the email. Um, feel free to sense abuse, uh, recommendations for records, offers to gigs. And uh, bookings for the crown pleasers, uh, equipment, sonos equipment, <laughs> uh, some microphones, which might make us sound better. Yeah. At uh, neverlovedelvispod at gmail You can also find us on Instagram at neverlovedelvispod on never Facebook. No pod. <laughs> Is it just Neville Elvis? We're a slick outfit. <laughs> Generally search Google uh, for Neville Elvis uh, or a combination. Go past the ones stuff. <laughs> 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 on Twitter at Neville Loved Elvis, where the Elvis, where the two. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> you might almost say it's Neville Loved Elvi too. You as well. So let's move on to a game then. <laughs> <laughs> Find us uh, on the internet somewhere. All right, gents, we're going to have a... Uh, we're pretty much out of time this week. Yeah. We're really running over, so I'm going to keep this very, very short. Um, last time we were met up, we were talking about the uh, top 1,000 XFM singles of all time and who had uh, most and, and who had the fewest. So we previously had three lives each. I'm going to give you all two lives Ooh. in this round. Right. 
Um, Cut through. Two. Here we yeah. go. Two. Why don't we just do one? Like like Russian roulette. Bez, Bez <laughs> needs the toilet. Bez is enjoying the game. Uh, <laughs> no, 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 okay, no. no, Bez is looking at the clock. Okay, no, no, no I'm just concerned about time, and I'm thinking. You Fair know, enough. <laughs> yeah. Time for one line. Yeah. Uh, okay, so... Um, <laughs> We're going to start with uh, Guns N' Roses, Pete, have seven. Did Nirvana have higher or lower than Guns N' Roses? What's the okay. entries in the, in the top 1,000 so, Sorry, it's the XFM, XFM top 1,000 songs of all time. Of all time. As yes. of 2010, yeah, I think it was Reader's Poll. That's tough because uh, Nirvana didn't release that much, but I still think higher. Higher it was with eight. Um, Nirvana with eight, Pete. Were Charlatans higher or lower than that? Higher. They were. They came in with nine in the uh, top 1,000. So <laughs> top. Um, Ian, Charlatan's came in with nine. Bjork, where did she come in? Less than that. Lower? Lower. lower. Yeah, higher, lower. Lower. She came in with five. Um, Pete, New Order, were they higher or lower than Bjork? Higher. Higher with nine. Okay, good. Uh, Bez, I thought that would be more yeah. Bez uh, Florence and the Machine lower yeah lower five good <laughs> uh, <laughs> ooh, uh, <laughs> Carter the Unstoppable Sex Machine higher or lower than Florence and the Machine uh, what was Florence it's, it's just Battle of the Machines here yeah, yeah, yeah. what was Florence five, five. 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 okay up lower what yeah slower <laughs> yeah. yeah really yeah. Muppets <laughs> um, yeah, they, they only had one in there. Um, one? Sheriff, Sheriff Hartman. They missed out. Oh, there's not oh, many. There's not the many. Muppets. Get in touch, would you? Pete, yeah. Pete gets a free hit. Uh, Carter had one. Draw division, but they higher or lower than one? It's looking higher, isn't it? Yeah. <gasps> 50 to Unfortunately. Oh. What? No, they did. They had four. Ooh, of course, they had four. They tricked you, man. Bez might have a free hit here as well. Um, Joy Division had four. Biffy Clyro, uh, did they have higher or lower than four? Lower. Uh, they did, in fact, have 12 hits in the top 1,000. You well led me. You led me. Who wanted to play the game at one point, eh? Hey? Yeah, 12. <laughs> 12. 12. I could not name one Biffy Clyro song. And yeah. I've seen them live as well. Wow. Um, <laughs> okay, so it's <laughs> Thomas. They play this one. No, I don't know that. Don't know it. That. Don't know it. Would you like this one? No. Don't, no, like don't even know it. <laughs> <laughs> don't even know. I've got it now. I think Next. I'm stupid. Skip. stupid names. I'd skip. <laughs> skip. I'd have preferred Joy Division. Carter would have been cheaper. <laughs> uh, okay, Ian. Uh, Biffy Clary had 12. Blondie, was that higher or lower? Oh, that's tough. Um, higher. Hmm? And Pete wins. Wait, no, I think there Pete has to prove himself. Oh, has he proved I just have proved myself. I'm <laughs> winning the game. Pete started. Uh, Blondie wow. only had three. Oh, three, three, three hits in the top one. Oh, well done. Let's not take um, it away. <laughs> <laughs> he says in a condescending way. Oh, yeah, yeah, well done, Pete. Uh, okay, thank you very oh, much for listening. Three. That's uh, wrapped it up. Another episode with Pete winning the uh, the game as usual I oh, thank you um, <laughs> <laughs> this week we have we've talked everything singles we have been through um, we've inducted yeah inducted Amy, Amy Whitehouse, Whitehouse to, yeah. to the Hall of Fame 
And yeah, thank you very much for, for joining us. Uh, as we said earlier, you can find us on Instagram at um, never, <laughs> never loved Elvis uh, on <laughs> Twitter at um, never loved LV two. Um, where I speak on email at email. never loved Elvis pod at gmail.com and on a Facebook page somewhere. Yeah, just, just look just search for it. Um, but yeah, thanks for your years. Uh, see you soon. Ta-da. Bye. Bye. Bye.